You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Always Draft Season podcast, part of the PacNet Podcast Network. Jake Shavink here. With me, as always, Mason Thompson. Mason, how are we doing? Uh, as uh, we have two drafts left uh, in this little summer project. Excited to get these kind of uh, wrapped up a little bit. Kind of an interesting one here, uh, all these quarterbacks. Uh, next one will be, we'll see if anything really changes for 2022, but... Uh, Kind of just wrapping this up, it's really hot in the Midwest right now. It's this just, is true. It is disgusting, and I'm just kind of ready for the heat to be done. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been kind of living vicariously through some golfers who are in Scotland and, and Ireland <laughs> right now, and trying to get over the fact for the golf listeners that Rory didn't win on Sunday. Um, <laughs> it still hurts a lot, um, but this is going to get the mind off it. So, yeah, 2021 NFL redraft here. We'll do the first half for you. Obviously, take the break. We'll come back. But it felt like there was going to be something monumental, Mason, that was going to happen here. We kind of got it in a couple spots. But overall, I feel like it's such an interesting redraft to do because one year under the belt, like some guys just we don't know a lot about yet. But still, nonetheless, very interesting Spoiler alert, six quarterbacks, right? Like that's the big thing, right? So I had the odds. So Packers fans get excited at 29. Uh, We'll talk. We'll talk soon. But I had the odds. And uh, this was a a crowning that was coming for sure. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock at one. Trevor Lawrence was the pick. Spoiler alert, it's still the pick. Like I know I, I see stuff all the time on Twitter. And I, I hate it. Um, I hate the app more and more. So um, Trevor Lawrence apparently had the worst rookie campaign of all time. Um, I guess if you want to look at a box score, it's very easy. I'm glad you tweeted it. I'm not saying who it was, but like the situation was garbage. And in this timeline, folks, like, listen, we've got some, he's got a great unit around him here. Uh Offensive line's not bad, could be better. They had an opportunity perhaps to make it a little bit better and didn't really do that. But right now with Trevor Lawrence, I think the only thing that's really missing is just a little more consistency from him. And there was a lot of times where he was down late in games and he's trying to make plays happen. That's where the turnovers happens. You know, most of his turnover worthy plays were in the first month of the season. And he calmed down. He's making NFL throws. He's got all the arm talent in the world. Like this is a great Doug Peterson project. I think this will this will turn out really well. I don't know how far the team's going to go um, in in the timeline that you know we're living in, but in this one, he's got Michael Gallup and Ceedee Lamb. Yeah. So go nuts. Should be good. I he's got legit receivers now, so I feel really good about the where the Jaguars are heading, and they should too with all these picks that they get. <laughs> um, I just want to make a note of something here. You mentioned earlier that Twitter is just disgusting right now, and it's, it's July, so it's just it it's middle of July, so it's just awful. Like it's awful. You did you see the thing that Michael Robinson said on Good Morning Football today? Yeah. There's yeah. that. There's a bunch of other stuff. There's the Madden ratings coming out now. So everyone's just in a stir. So it's, I hate it. <laughs> it's disgusting. I hate it. Like I've never been more excited for the hall of fame game. Than I, I know. Before. Yeah. Well, who's and in the hall of fame game that we're going to Jaguars and Raiders. Oh boy. Is it, <laughs> is Etchen going to play? Like, is he going to, I won't even throw up. I don't even, I don't think I'd play him. No, I but like, I know Ryan on, on the network, obviously everybody knows him. 
uh, he's kind of taking that social media kind of break per se. I think it's the right call. <laughs> yeah. Power to him for doing disgusting. it. It's awful. It, yeah. Um, it's just it's disgusting. Um, anyways, number two is the Jets. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying they did take Zach Wilson. And I'll just say right now that I'm expecting a very, very large leap from Zach Wilson. I may be one of the largest Zach Wilson truthers out there as of right now. Um, Obviously, the start of last year was not great. He got hurt. There was a lot of receivers hurt towards the end of the year, though. Kind of put it together a little bit. Um, I'm just going to say we're going to go in a different direction quarterback-wise and take Justin Fields. I think you can make a case for either or, but I think that Fields showed a little bit more from last year. Um, Not really – too much of like a different scheme at all, really. It's not really different fields. You want to have that play action, which Matt Nagy didn't really do last year, which makes zero sense, but sure. Um, hopefully fields will get that now uh, with his new offensive coordinator from Green Bay. who love to implement a lot of play action, but I think adding in fields gives them a little bit more of a ceiling. So that's kind of the route I took. And then you had, the third pick. So I want to say this. Mace made a good point. Like Zach Wilson's game against Tampa Bay. All things considered, they won. with personnel, they won. with personnel they had, with how good Tampa Bay is, that was a really good game from him. And that I very impressed. I I'm still a Fields over Wilson truther though, so I understand this. Although I would have loved for you to stick with the pick, um, yeah. because <laughs> I would have been very easy at three. I I flirted with some ideas at three for the Niners and losing three first round picks, throw that out the window for like one second and just imagine Jimmy G throwing to Kyle Pitts and George Kittle. Yeah. And like that idea was like really, really tempting. The problem is, is I know in this new timeline, the Niners have been kind of gutted, especially yeah. a receiver. Like they only have Mooney, Danny Gray, like Jawan Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod. Like that's not great. So I totally understand like, Oh, Jamar chase, Kyle Pitts, all that makes sense. You just like, Still, though, even in this timeline where, like, they have moved up, this is three firsts. Like, this is the elevation over Jimmy Garoppolo pick still. So I still went with Trey Lance. I'm excited to see what happens out west this season with Lance because unlike this timeline, they've actually got receivers. Um, and just QB run game, how, how creative and, and even more creative Kyle Shanahan can be with the run game with Lance and, and, and how many shots they can take. And, and, you know, you trust a guy who can make things happen on the move. Like there's just so many possibilities. The Niners legitimately, it wouldn't, if Lance leaps, like some of us think we can, it wouldn't shock me to be like, okay, the NFC is like, you got to win a couple games. They've beaten the Rams. They've beaten the Packers. Like Niners bill Super Bowl, I don't think is like something that's out of the realm of possibility. Um, but I think managing expectations, I, I still think it'd be a good year though for Lance. I, I think we'll see that step and we'll be like, okay, maybe year three is what that time that, that really starts to push. But like, we've seen people arrive in spades before. So we'll see how it goes, but I, I wouldn't be shocked on either end of the spectrum. I think the, the wide range of possibilities. So I'm excited to see it, but we're going to stick with Lance for the Niners. I just another note here. Have you you do know that the NFC West and AFC West play each other this year, right? Oh, I know. It's a bloodbath. I did my like pre-training camp schedule predictions, and I was just like, this is insane. Here's the good news: the NFC sucks. Um, (laughs) yeah. So if the Niners can win eight games, I think they're still gonna make the playoffs. Um, (laughs) truthfully, I think there's gonna be a lot of bad teams um when they play crossover football. I think the AFC is going to destroy NFC teams. Yes, it's all, just all year. Um, it's going to be rough, but I'm excited. This is like it's going to be wild, and I don't know if I can like. Oh, it's just going to be wonderful. Anyways, Atlanta, we've given them Debo Samuel, we've given them Jonathan Taylor. They have Cordell Patterson. We do have them keeping Brian Edwards in this scenario. Yeah, you have Marcus Mariota and potentially Desmond Ritter, but that doesn't matter if they don't have another weapon, such as Kyle Pitts. So, uh, although it wasn't the best rookie year, even though it was good, it was actually, like, really good, but, like, the lack of touchdown, uh, lack of touchdowns kind of hurt. 
from from like a fantasy standpoint. So everyone was just kind of like, oh, he didn't have a good year. But um, we're going to stick with Kyle Pitts here for the Falcons and just see what happens next year. There are two teams that are like a quarterback away. Oh, yeah. Atlanta now has, folks, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Kyle Pitts. Okay, in this timeline. So whoever steps in at QB, that's a great situation to be in. That's all I'm going to say. We still got to – we'll see how 2022 goes uh, with these changes. But So I had the Bengals at five. This is – I don't think we have to say a whole lot here. Jamar Chase is available. You're taking Jamar Chase. Without Jamar Chase, Bengals probably do not take that step to the Super Bowl. I think they could have been a playoff team without him. But in this in this timeline, there is no T. Higgins. We yeah. should also mention that. Like that is – they don't have him. So making sure you get Jamar Chase on this roster with Joe Burrow is a huge deal. There's still a lot of the good things in place in this timeline for them. They don't have Higgins, but receiver room's okay with Tyler Boyd still there. They've got enough on the offensive line. Like this is still a good team overall. Got to feel really nice about still getting Chase at five. So for Miami, they originally took Jalen Waddell. There isn't. You could potentially make a case for quarterback, but we did have them taking Jalen Hurts. They still mm-hmm. have Teddy Bridgewater, so that's kind of out. Um, obviously, at this time, a lot of people are clamoring for an offensive tackle. Not going to happen now because they have Tristan Wirfs and Toronto Armstead. Um, linebacker, pass. you could have thought about, but they now have Fred Warner in this case. So don't need a cornerback. You're set there. Could maybe take your Javon Holland here. Or a guard, you've got a few of those available, but we're going to stick with Jalen Waddle just to kind of. It's boring right now, Jake. It's boring. You're probably saying it's boring. I know, but they're mad. It's just kind of what we have to do. It doesn't make sense to change it. And then to continue to go on with this, the Lions at seven. Like again, this is where like we're going to talk about it when he gets picked. But like Micah Parsons, obviously, could go earlier here. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Like I totally understand that. Like you mentioned, Dolphins, but they got Warner, right? So there's like all these things. Like oh, Bengals could do it at five. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, but Chase, like. Yeah, not going to skimp out on like Chase. Like, there's just a lot of things just fell into place where he just didn't go as early as he probably should have. Um, it could have gone at three of the Niners, I guess that's also a possibility. No Fred Warner, but like it was boring because again, a lot of these guys are really good at the top. Like, this offensive heavy draft has been really good so far. Lions were going Penny Sewell, could go Slater. That's an option. Uh, I like the idea of you know, flexibility where Sewell has looked okay on the right side as well. Taylor Decker's kind of been that pigeonholed left tackle for them. So I still love what they're building up front. They don't have Jonah Jackson, unfortunately going across uh, the lake past Wisconsin. He's in Minnesota now still with Decker and Sewell though, wherever the the lions kind of build towards that quarterback, they're going to be in good shape along the offensive line. Still, there's still a lot of good pieces there up front. So, this is kind of where it got a little more interesting because it's Carolina. Uh, originally took J.C. Horn. Uh, definitely was a great rookie season before the unfortunate injury. Um, but obviously now they have Baker Mayfield in real life. Not in this week. He's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So you're sticking with Sam Darnold here. You could take Rashawn Slater potentially. Uh, we've kind of gutted their receiving core. They don't have D.J. Moore anymore. This is true. We've kind of loaded them up on okay, defense by taking Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Chase Young, Deron Payne. Yep. Um, we're not going to stick with J.C. Horn here because you're not going to want to stick with Sam Darnold, especially because he doesn't have help. Yeah. Um, you could probably get your tackle next year. So we're going to kind of shoot for the moon here, and we are going to take Zach Wilson here. Um, he has a good running game of Chris McCaffrey. got a good target out of the backfield, obviously. If you don't take a tackle next year, you might want to take a corner or a receiver because it's looking kind of thin there. Your best. I don't know. Terrence Marshall looks great. So I don't want to talk about that, Jake. Um, Look, I don't know if that's like a thing that everybody knows, though. What? The whole me and Marshall. He's Jamon Moore. Listen, it's going to be a bit. So we're we're rolling with the Jamon Moore. He doesn't have the athleticism Moore even had, honestly. Yeah. Functionally speaking. Anyway. Anyways, but like put it, put it, plug in Zach Wilson here. And I think it's decent, but it's still Carolina's just, it's a mess. It's a little gutted. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think it makes sense there. Again, Broncos at nine, we're going to be boring. Um, Patrick's are 10. <laughs> Boy, I know like we don't want to crown guys too early. And I think people have kind of done that with Jamar Chase a little bit. And that's where people are like, how can you rank some guys over Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase was a little, a little bit spurty at times. Like that was kind of what he was. And so like, I still think there's refinement. I'm not sure he's top three in the league just yet. I think he can get there very easily. I think the same goes for Patrick Sertan. I think people want to crown him early and that's totally fine. Because I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think he's going to join the elite. Denver, could they have gone a different direction? Yeah, they could have. Um, but I'll tell you, I, based on like what they've done to this point, Sertan almost feels like a final piece at this point. Because I feel like just they, yeah. if you look at things, right tackles figured out Brian O'Neill. They've got Hollywood Brown, T. Higgins, like they did. And they still have Pat, Tim Patrick, right? So like the receiving core looks good. Tight ends look good. Like this roster looks phenomenal. So just make sure Patrick Sertan stays on this on this unit. And I, I think Denver has come out a huge winner um, in this sort of redraft. So this is kind of where they've got intruders staying a little bit more. Um, the Eagles took Devontae Smith, uh, which worked out. He had a fantastic rookie season. Uh, just a note here, the Eagles do not have A.J. Brown in this scenario. He is on the Las Vegas Raiders pairing up with Devontae Adams. Um, so if you listeners uh, remember, Jordan Mailata is now a Dallas Cowboy, no longer a Philadelphia Eagle. Correct. Um, and it's weird because, like, you could say, why don't you just stick with Devontae Smith? Why don't you take Rashad Bateman? But the thing is, you're talking about Howie Roseman here, who loves to build up the trenches, and Rashawn Slater is still available, and you desperately need a left hand. So that's kind of the route I took. You could potentially get a receiver next year. They kind of just screw up everything from 2022 already, but yeah, I kind of thought, depending on who even plays quarterback. Yeah, well, that's, right the, now other, it's, that's the other thing. Right? right now it's Gardner Minshew and Carson Strong, which maybe you think about that next year. Who they knows? got Ayuk. They got Ayuk, which yeah. is, I mean is decent. Similar to Carolina, like Philadelphia is kind of rough a little bit. A little bit around the edges. I still think that yeah. the trenches look very good. The trenches um, are outstanding. As they, as they often are. Um, yeah, but I, I think that made a lot of sense, picking picking Rashawn Slater there. Um, so Bears at 11. Uh, so here's the thing. Like, this is kind of like the, the Niner thing almost, where it's like they moved up, right, real time to get yeah. Justin Fields. Obviously, he's not here. Like when you when you look at what we've kind of done with them, and there hasn't been a lot because they just haven't had a lot of first round picks. Like got Orlando Brown, that's a huge get for them. The rest of this looks honestly bad. Um, <laughs> like it's bad. So like, could Micah Parsons make a difference here? Yes, of course, he he absolutely could. Like this is they don't have Roquan Smith in this timeline, right? Like this this roster is awful, right? This I haven't even looked at this. This is oh. worse than it is in real life. Yes. No, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. This is, this is like the worst this team is, off of anybody. I, this, this is, is that. this is why it took me some time, Mason, while we were going through this before. And I'm like, okay, what did the bears do? I don't know. Like I could just take a good player and, and like leave it because it's that bad. So I'm, so the problem is, is you can take a good player here, right? You're stuck with Trevor Simeon because you have traded your first next year. You don't have it. You don't have it. So I'm taking Mac Jones because you, ha I mean, they moved up. You don't have a first, like you're get, you got to get the QB here. So we're going to take yeah. Mac Jones who has literally almost no one to throw to. <laughs> um, It's horrendous. There's we no Darnell to this. Are we, are we adding oh. to Harry? Let me type in. <laughs> Let me type in Nikhil Harry. Okay. I typed in Nikhil Harry on the document base and under Daz Newsom, if you want to look. Um, so, uh, but like Mac Jones played very, <laughs> played very good uh, last year for the Patriots. Uh, good distributor, good pocket presence. Like he, he, he got a little bit of that Erhard Perkins scheme down quicker than probably we would have thought. So the unit sucks at receiver. <laughs> The good news is they have a left tackle. 
that's great. Like he's going to get at least a little bit of time. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, they're not hanging on to Tevin Jenkins. That sucks. Um, but again, Bears got to do something. You have to at least the franchise changer start like that's that's where we went here. I, I don't feel great about it, but like that's that's what happened. Ugh. Was there was there any Yuck. thought of JC Horn here potentially because you have four slack corners? Listen, I we're not um, the Bears front office. We're not taking questions at this time. Um, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, yeah, um, the, the rebuild is slowly going. Long. Oh, no, guess what? You don't have a first of, round pick and next full year. Of, listen, listen, uh, Bears fans. In twenty twenty six, we're going to be like one of the best teams in the league. Um, just be patient, okay. Just be patient like we are with our baseball teams, okay? Oof, yikes. All right. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about them continuously kind of since like the fifth pick with Micah Parsons here. Yeah. But it's going to stay the same for Dallas. If it isn't broke, you don't have to change anything. And Micah Parsons had an outstanding, that's an understatement, rookie season, uh, defensive player of the year, candidate pretty much. We're not going to change anything here. Also, EA. What do you get? Like an 86, 88? Dude got defensive player of the year votes. And didn't he like guys? They have him at linebacker. It's, the, yeah. the defensive it's, rookie of the year was a formality. Yeah. Um yeah. And Jamar also Jamar Chase as on as, out of the top 15 receivers. What are we doing? I don't know. I could go I on a know. tangent about man for the Madden the ratings. The Madden ratings. You just I forget about them because like I don't you can change them, thankfully. You can change them. I'm not gonna play it, so like I'm not worried about it. That yeah. that's their opinion. Um it's wrong. <laughs> could be, could be wrong. Yeah. Uh no, but I mean what yeah. what's to say? Like Micah Parsons being available at 12 shouldn't happen, but like the, no. the way that like we carved out this timeline, it, it just kind of that's that's how it went. Yeah. Like Again, like if, if we could reset everything and make trades possibility and like reset everybody's picks back five years ago, like that would be a chore. Maybe we'll do that next time around if you guys want to do that in the summer. But like we, we just kind of kept it. And like, again, it just kind of just fell that way. Like there was just nowhere to slot them in. So um, 13. Yeah, the Chargers have kind of come out of this a little bit screwed yeah um obviously they didn't get herbert they didn't get their original pick which was rashawn slater here no derwin and there's yeah there's no derwin however they they look they can be okay they they have they have Tua. plus um, somebody's loading them up in the weapons category Jake. yeah <laughs> so i gave them justin jefferson so listen we're we're okay like the, the weapons look great uh, they got Darnell Savage. I know that's not Derwin James, but like that makes a, the room a little bit better as a whole. Braden Smith helps you out. I'm going to take Christian Derrissaw here because I do think a lot of people were obviously very high on this guy. Some had him ahead of Slater, like understand like the length, the size, everything. Athleticism's uh, very good uh, in terms of being the space blocker that, you know, that he can be. So, We'll see how he does in Minnesota this year. That's the thing about this draft is we kind of don't know everything just yet. So this is a little bit of a gamble for the Chargers. You could have said maybe Samuel Cosme was a, potentially a better selection because they have a better rookie year. I'd still probably, I mean, again, Darius athletic. Cosme was, we'll get to it, like 10 out of 10 almost athletic. Like that, was, I can't believe he didn't go top 50. That was weird. But like, I still think Darius has a lot to offer. I think Darisaw and Braden Smith could be very, very good as a tandem. So we're going to roll the dice a little bit for the Chargers. Um, I know that's worked out really, really well uh, in the past. Um, <laughs> we're very good at rolling the dice uh, down here in L.A., so we'll see how it goes. So the New York Jets earlier took Justin Fields. We're going to stick with AVT here. I thought about switching the guard and going with Trey Smith. I also thought a little bit about a receiver or a corner, but then realized, wait a minute, we can do that next. Year. So we just kind of stuck with ABT yeah. and that's just kind of the route. Cause if you look their guard situation, 
without ABT. It's not very rough. good. Yeah. I thought ABT did good last year. I don't know where people yes. were kind of like very down on him. There, there, it was a little bit of streaky play. There were a couple games that struggled a little bit. Um, but like, I'm going to go re- back and rewatch a lot of these guys. But for, from what I remember going through weekly, week in and week out, it was usually a little bit of peaks and valleys, like I said. But I think overall, he played very well as a rookie. So I like you sticking with that. Patriots, 15. Mac Jones was the pick. Uh, he's gone. This unit as a whole, let's see. How are we looking? Uh, I don't know. It, it sometimes it's hard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Mason decided to, like, weapon double up here. So they've got Corlin Sutton. They got Hunter Renfro. They got Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne. Like, the receiver room looks good. Foye Lukun's their linebacker. Problem is Brian Hoyler and Bailey Zappi are the quarterbacks. So, um, yeah. <laughs> let's ride, baby. Davis Mills all day. <laughs> Um, could argue that there were some some of his peaks were maybe a little bit better than Mac Jones. He played yeah. some good ball for a third round pick last year, and we're gonna get to see him a lot more. Cooks is back; he's not going anywhere in Houston in the real timeline, not this one. And Nico Collins, like the the unit's not bad. Like their offensive line's not good, but like he's got some weapons, and he's he's shown the ability to stay poised, make some plays, good touch on the football, like. Yeah, I don't see why that couldn't translate over here in New England. And so, yes, I'm going to talk like a GM the rest of the way for all my picks. We feel very confident here about Davis Mills coming to this organization. Weapons are there. Our offense, our offensive line is really good. Uh, you know, we we're just good across the board. We're on we're on to the preseason. Okay, before we move on, I just have a question, real quick. Have you seen? And I just want to get your opinions on this. There's been the rumors of Jimmy G to Houston over the last week. Stupid. You're you're rolling with Mills for the year, correct? Yes. Okay. Mills that's might what, be better than Jimmy G. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's be honest here. And you know what on, Jimmy G is. This. We're talking about like Stroud or Young to Houston, and then just Mills just goes off this year. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, but also they've got picks on picks on picks. If Davis yeah. Mills is the guy, like, great. Like, you guys are set. Yeah. Just build around him. Like, there is no reason to trade picks for Jimmy G. Yeah. What if you trade picks and you lose picks from the Watson thing? Yeah. You might. So you may want to hang on to your first and seconds and all the things you have that aren't Watson related. Don't do that. I know, Casario. I know you're Belichick, like, bro. Like, and, you know, Belichick had Jimmy. I don't. <laughs> don't make a mistake. Right. You make a lot of mistakes anyway. So Arizona did that thing where they took another linebacker. <laughs> uh, don't make, get me wrong. Zayvon Collins is a good player. Uh, didn't show that really last year, unfortunately. Um, but neither did Isaiah Simmons the first year. Um, we're going to go a completely different route. Other side of the ball. Uh, we've talked about <laughs> Arizona yeah. quite a bit. Of just what Steve Kine has kind of failed to do. I think we spent a good Pick majority players. of time. Uh, we spent a good majority of like the we, draft grades yeah, just. We smoked them pretty Yeah. Good. Specifically about the offensive among the secondary. But offensive line is the route here. If you look at their interior, Rodney Hudson's back in real life as well. He's still here. Yep. Um, but you got. Justin Pugh, Josh Jones, and Will Hernandez as your guards. Yep. And with Trey Smith still here, you uh, kindly run and sprint that card up to the stage and just hand it in and just – yeah. Trey Smith going top 16. Crazy. Uh, drafted so late by the Chiefs. By the way, Chiefs, sorry, you're getting like absolutely gutted. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. Um you pack it in next year, figure it out. Um, but yeah, like the, I, I, it makes sense. Go Trey Smith. There were a couple other options actually that we'll get to that you could have gone. But I, knowing what we know about Rodney Hudson, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, we'll take a quick break here for you guys. We'll be back with 17 through 32. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones 
by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, back here on the It's Always Drafting Podcast, part of Packing the Podcast Network. Pick 17-32 of the 2021 redraft. Starting here with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this is the one, Mason, that we knew would not be the same. Uh, <laughs> Alex Leatherwood was the pick at 17. The good news for the Raiders is they kind of almost didn't need to go offensive line. Uh who fixed that? <laughs> um, with Rag now, they still got Miller. I guess, I mean, they could go right tackle. It's, it was an option. But it felt like Jalen Phillips was the way to go. Uh, really no edge rusher opposite Chandler Jones. Obviously didn't get Max Crosby. It's in Tampa Bay. So you could kind of... <sighs> Split hairs maybe on which edge rusher pick Phillips pay, maybe even Ojolari. Probably want more of a bigger, stouter player on the end, though. I think with how the Raiders operate. So I went with Phillips. I know this obviously injury concerns, you know, the concussion, all that good stuff. Not good stuff, but like bad stuff. Uh, but I do think Phillips showed enough last year where Pairing him with with somebody like Chandler Jones, who you, you get that type of guy with all the physical tools to learn just how to be technical on every single rep from a guy like Chandler Jones, I think would be so helpful. Raiders get now a duo to to chase all these quarterbacks out west. Uh, originally, the Dolphins just took the guy that you just took for the Raiders, Jalen Phillips. So that leaves kind of an opening, uh, not really at pass rusher, to be honest, because if you look at it, they've got Emmanuel Agba, who had a big year last year. They just signed Melvin Ingram, who's probably going to be a kind of pass rush specialist for them. And then Andrew Van Ginkle is just, just <laughs> he's literally like lesser Leo Schultz. 
but so, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have that. Um, if you look at it, you could take um, you could definitely take Javon Holland. I get yep. it. Yep. We did say Grant. You did say Grant Delpit already. I did just in case. Just the fact that he might not be here, which he is. Um, they also have Brandon Jones and Eric Rowe. But if you look at the offense, sure, Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts. You might want to move on soon. Running back room, you could address it. Maybe you do that. I mean, we can't. <laughs> we can't. But you've got a good trio there. Yeah. Um, receiver set, you got Tyreek, you got Cedric Wilson, you've got back Jalen Waddle. As you comes back, you still got Gasicki. Offensive line's looking nice. You got Armstead, you've got Wirfs. You have Carnell Williams at one guard spot, and you've got Robert Hunt at one guard spot. Your only real weakness here is center, which Michael Leader was probably their second best offensive lineman last year. I get it. But Creed Humphrey's still here. And when you get the chance to have your offensive line be Teron Armstead, Carnell Williams, Creed Humphrey, Robert Hunt, and Tristan Wirfs, you do it. Because Miami's offensive line has been horrid and now – we've kind of transformed it into potentially one of the best in the league during this kind of redraft. Jalen Hurts in this draft, in this <laughs> new timeline, has really gone from one great O-line to yes. another great O-line, funny enough. It's like that's kind and of – And with the weapons. Yeah, and they still got – yeah, they got Hill and, and Waddle still there. Like this, this Dolphins team is loaded. It's really nice to have a lot of picks and make the right ones. It Instead of Austin Jackson. Yes, it feels good. Happy for the Dolphins. They're doing they're doing good. They they've been a beneficiary. Um obviously now two of the last three picks, Chiefs, feel really bad for you. Uh once again. Losing do we Humphrey though? And Smith. They got some work to do. They got two picks in this next one. They're gonna have to kind of they're gonna have to kind of shift gears a little bit. It'll be interesting. Oh, Washington Commanders. Jamin Davis was the pick here at 19. Oh boy. Um, again, athletic linebacker, kind of a will, basically. That's what he's going to be in the league. Like, that's just the linebackers were overdrafted uh, in this class. Um, one was <laughs> underdrafted because of a, a medical issue. And one, and the other one was, again, we took him at 12. He, he could probably go higher than that. Like, there were two and then the rest to kind of figure it out. And so, yeah, I mean, let's be, we'll be honest. Zayvon Collins, Jamin Davis, they don't go in the first. Okay. They, yeah. they don't end up going there. Um, so, which is maybe better because you get to keep them and develop them and you get another yeah, player. That's also true. You can be really scummy in these things. Uh, <laughs> as we were talking about right before we started and, and in between, you can be a, you can be a scumbag basically <laughs> and really just poach players knowing you're going to keep some. Uh, but yeah, commanders, they really didn't have a whole lot. Like this could have been secure Sam Cosme and wouldn't have batted an eye, but because they're like actually like okay, like at that position, like Charles Leno, Sadiq Charles, and um Cornelius Lucas, like they had the option to go elsewhere. And what better way? to introduce Justin Herbert in a commander's uniform than to make sure he gets McLaurin, which we did that. And to also have Devonta Smith. How about it? How about it? Yeah. Washington commanders are looking strong uh, in this, in this new timeline. Let's so you get two absolute dynamite separators, both at all levels. McLaurin wasn't the productive guy in college. Smith was obviously Heisman. Uh, Two studs for him. Both can win everywhere. Got enough at running back. The offensive line's not actually that bad. Probably would have taken Humphrey, honestly, if he didn't yeah. go the pick before. They also have Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end of the defense, which they needed. This team is good. Devonta Smith, and he's going, obviously, leaving Philly to go somewhere else. That Philly's been gutted at receiver. Feels yeah. real bad for them. Uh but man, just thinking about Herbert throwing to both McLaurin and Devonta Smith is just it's awesome. Uh, in this new timeline, the NFC yeah. it runs. Oh well, well, it, it, I think it runs through Washington. But yeah. you could maybe make an argument for the Giants. 
Two real beneficiaries, though. Um, as we get to the Giants, I'm looking yeah. at the roster, Jake, and yeah, they have Lamar. Yeah, they have Andrew Thomas, Nelton Jenkins. That's nice. They do have Josh Allen at edge now, but the receivers are still same receivers from last year. They aren't going to take Kadarius Tony here. Just fair work. Fair work. Yeah. Tight ends not looking great. I'm just going to be Green honest. Line. Giants fans, I advocated to bring Bateman uh, with Lamar to the Big Apple. Yeah, you did. Um, but it got shot down immediately. Well, but for a good reason, as Mason's about to tell you. We're going to look at the secondary here. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit when we took Rocky Sin. But Dory Jackson's also there. We get it. Cordell Flott, Darnay Holmes, sure. McKinney you look gone. in the safety room, though. Yeah, McKinney not there no more. McKinney's not there. Vegas. So you got Julian Love, who corner safety hybrid, kind of. Henry Black, Packer fans. Uh, how do we feel about that? Then you got Trent Thompson. <laughs> so we're going to take Javon Holland here and just plug him right in. And I just want to say, like, Javon Holland, watching Javon Holland makes me happy. <laughs> so yes, we're going to plug him right in as that safety for the Giants. Maybe they have Julian Love back there. I don't know. That secondary needs some work. Receiver room needs work. Tight end room needs work. So, yeah, at least they have two picks. They and two maybe picks the top seven, dude. Maybe they do keep. Um, who, are, who are we? Maybe. Maybe. Jake oh is. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. Maybe they keep. No way. I can't believe what they're about to do next draft either. I know what it's going to be, and it's going to be insane. Wow. I can't believe this. The giant never I I would like to I would like to um make a statement. Uh I'm sorry Washington. Um I don't think the division's going to run through you uh once the Giants make two picks in the next oh one. My God. Because I just realized yeah. what we're going to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not spoiling it, but yeah. I'm going to let Based you on what they it. need. I'm going to let you handle that. Yeah. Based on what they need, I mean yeah, they're, they're in you great it. shape. Um, so Giants, yeah, big winners. So Colts. <laughs> Initial pick was Quiddy Pay. And you know what? I thought I'm gonna be a scumbag. <laughs> Initial thought was all right, who could I poach from a, a a a team here? Oh man, this team, this team got poached big time. Uh, who I'm about yeah. to pick from. They got poached big time. Their team sucks, by the way. Uh it's like are you talking about the team that's next? No, like, like, so if you look at, like, if you look at Cleveland's roster, um, based on like players we've like taken from them, like, there is one yeah. area of the team that looks bad. Yeah, I guess they're not horrible. They should. Are we talking horrible. about the same position that's not as great for the Giants? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. For the Colts, like this is okay. You traded Rocky Sin. Like the 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 corner room does not look good. Uh, Kenny Moore is going to be your slot guy. Like you hope Isaiah Rogers can be something. I mean, he he flashed quite a bit actually this this past fall, which was good. But like Greg Newsom in this defense, playing zone man, like both things at what like he is going to be dynamite with Stephon Gilmore <laughs> with Gilmore like who's and Julian I mean, up there. The back end. yeah like this cold secondary is gonna be really nice with Greg Newsom like I couldn't I couldn't pass on him I just love the idea of of a Gus Bradley defense with I know you don't have I you might lose pay now I understand but like there's enough I think to work with on the edge that just hasn't gotten the right coaching Banagoo Ray, yeah, like they just haven't gotten it right, and they have Ngakwe, who is like, I mean, Gus Bradley had him just absolutely throwing fastballs last year. So I just love the idea of being a back end type of team. Oh yeah, in this defense with Newsom, it looks awesome. So Tennessee, they took Caleb Farley, which sure they've thrown a lot of darts into the secondary in rounds one, two, and three lately. We're going to go in a different direction, though. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown, not here. He's on the Las Vegas Raiders, and <sighs> I get it. This offensive line, again, not great. You've got the one, but he got hurt last year. 
You've got the right tackle battle between NPF and Dylan Ordunes, who you had playing guard last year. Which, sure, go for it. You got Wyatt Teller. You got Ben Jones back. It's not great, but yeah, it's don't not the worst. Respect how good Wyatt Teller can be for this yeah. team. But that's um, so. I thought about right tackle here. We've got Cosme still available. Um, then you also look at receiver. You got not very much. You got Robert Woods. Uh, you got Des Fitzpatrick, and you got Nick Westberg Akine, and then you got Kyle Phillips, Hunter Renfro 2.0, and Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips to go, by the way. Um, also thought about tight end here. Maybe you take a – That's not a bad idea. Maybe you take a moose. But we're going to stick with receiver. Well, we're going to switch to receiver. And we're going to take Rashad Bateman because, sure, maybe you get that receiver again next year and you switch some stuff up and you go that route. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But yeah. I thought, it, it, like, I'm just going to be honest, these last, like, 10 picks, we kind of were just like, this player, this player, we're, we're just like, ah. So it was kind of difficult to get here. Yeah, it was, it was, there were a lot of toss ups, honestly. Because, like you said, the Titans could have gone offensive line. Um, so Vikings initial pick, Christian Derisaw, obviously goes off the board 10 picks earlier to the Chargers. Left the door open a little bit here. I want to talk about this guy a lot because of like, it was just kind of odd, like in this draft, but Sam Cosby is going to be the pick here for the Vikings. Um, they obviously lost Ezra Cleveland to the chiefs. So they're, they're kind of losing guys elsewhere right now in this new timeline, but Jonah Jackson going back there that like, they look okay on the interior, but Cosby athletically in the run game showed a lot of flashes and he's got the athleticism to be a pass protector. I'm just kind of surprised somebody with that athleticism didn't go top 50 in this draft. That was definitely puzzling. Like, I'm just not sure. Like if there was something that like technically deficient, that team saw that, that just felt like that's going to take a while to be corrected. If that's why he fell. Cause otherwise with that athleticism playing a premium position did not even go top 50. Like I get that the class was pretty decent. Like, in the second tier of guys, but like when you saw all of them fall as well, I don't know if it was just a situation of teams thought they could wait, but like it was just weird that Cosme fell. Like I think it was 52. Yeah, something like I believe that. To, to Washington is just really odd. So I like the idea here of Minnesota getting a guy like, like Cosme. Let's let's develop him. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like I feel like this is a team that's kind of been a little gutted overall. <clears throat> um, the defense looks a little better with kind of how just things have fallen their way, but offensively, this is going to be a lot of work in progress here. So just keep the work in progress, working on with, with, with a guy like, with guy like Cosme on the left side, probably. Um, there isn't much else. So Pittsburgh at 24, Najee Harris. Um, I just want to preface this. We're going to keep the pick, but I have looked at the roster and, oh, man. You lost Deontay Johnson. Uh, Minka's not there. So now you got Edmonds, Miles Killebrew, and Demonte Kazee. I mean, your corner room's decent, I guess. We put we put two offensive linemen there, but that's still not looking great. But could I have picked a receiver? Could I have picked an offensive lineman? Could I have kept Muth? I mean, we still might potentially, but if you look at the running back room, do you want Benny Snell or Anthony McFarland <laughs> keeping the low? <laughs> no. So we're going to keep Najee Harris here and just kind of – and, I mean, we have we have Mitch Trubisky right now. What's going to happen with that next year? <laughs> you you absolutely I, – I agree with what you did. You absolutely had to have the horse, Najee Harris, pulling the carriage that is the rest of this team. <laughs> you have to have him. They're there. I don't think like, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, could you take Elijah Moore here? Absolutely. <laughs> Is that going to benefit you at all? Probably not. Like, I just don't, it's not going to benefit you that much. So like to just to take Najee, be the workhorse, be security blanket, check down, just do as much as he can for you. Like, I just feel like that's that's more valuable to me than even taking Fryermuth because, like, again, yeah. Fryermuth's nice, but like, he can't. He he's not a horse that's pulling the carriage. He's not. 
like a tight ends, just not doing that in an offense. Like as much as I love Kyle Pitts, he's not even doing that. Like as good as he is. Yeah. Right. Like he's not even going to pull a carriage necessarily. It's going to take a lot for him to do so. I just, I think it makes sense. I, I think he made the right call and it's taking a running back, not an easy call to make, but I like it. Like, like Taylor's going to be pulling it in Atlanta until we find a quarterback Yeah, right in this timeline. So like, I, yeah, I, I'm with that. I like it. Jacksonville 25. Uh, so they took Travis Etienne or Etienne, I guess is that's how you pronounce it. Um, I don't like that. I'm not going to, again, why, like at this point, like why even bother? Because you're probably going to get him. <laughs> probably going to keep him. I, this keeper system is nice. I like it. Um, we're just cheating at the end, honestly. If really you pick are. at the end, yeah, you get kind of like screwed, but you don't. Yeah, and exactly. He, like that's that's kind of almost why this works is because like you can like the teams at the top, they're going to get the top players, right? Like the Giants have benefited tremendously from this. Miami, well, Miami has benefited tremendously, but like these teams at the end, all the like obviously the good drafting teams because they're at the end all the time. Like they draft well, they they're good organizations. They just be scumbags. <laughs> I love using that word right now because just it's true. Take guys you know you're going to be able to keep one. Take somebody else. Like, the system kind of evens itself out a little bit, which is nice. But, yeah, I mean, Jaguars here. I'm taking J.C. Horn. Falling at 25, this is absolutely prime. You have your new – basically your new Jalen Ramsey, your new lockdown guy on the outside. Man him up. Take on the best guys. I don't even think their corner room's like that bad. That's the other thing. Like, they're – let's be honest. They're probably keeping Tyson Campbell, who, like – And they got have, Shaq like, Griffin. Yeah, like by all intents and purposes, didn't have a bad year towards the end. So like you're adding to a cornerback room that's good. You're gonna keep Cisco. You have Rashawn Gary. Again, this this offense is rounding together with Lawrence. I really like the direction the Jaguars are going in too. They get a beneficiary here, and they get again, like we said, a lockdown corner that will probably eventually, like Ramsey, want the Brinks truck. So we mentioned it a little bit earlier with the Colts selection. The Cleveland Browns are now up. Uh, Greg Newsom's gone. Uh, which leaves Greedy Williams and Martin Emerson as the corner room right now, which, yeah, isn't great. Um, but safety room, John Johnson III, tremendous. Do you really want Richard LeCount playing at all? He's he's actually, like, a pretty decent process. I'm not going to lie. Those Georgia defenders, I mean, though. Yes, but are you ta- are you keeping Richard No, LeCount? no, no. I, I'm just <laughs> okay. third safety. Good third safety. So I just want to stand for my guy, Richard LeCount. Okay. All right. Um, there wasn't really anywhere else. It had to be second. So Trayvon Merrick's going to be the pick here. Um, you pair him with Ronnie, uh, with John Johnson. I also said Ronnie Harrison. Yeah, you did. yeah. But yeah, I think that's kind of the, it had to be secondary. So yeah. I like that. Ravens at 27. Obviously Rashad Bateman, not here. But we love this. Listen, this offense, whoever's going to play QB, and I've got a pretty good idea, actually. Now It's going to be pretty nice, I think. Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So so the Ravens are going to be in great shape, let me tell you. Um, we're, we're oh. listen, as an organization, oh. we're loving where we're at. <laughs> we're loving where we're at. Uh, yeah. What did you do? So we're loving where we're at. We're going to be in great shape um, because the offense looks great, by the way. Uh, I know we didn't get Rashad Bateman, but Ravens fans, talk to me, okay? Saquon yeah. Barkley, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Mark Andrews. We're hey, great. Hey, guys. hey, 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 Devin Duvernay, come on now. I'm just talking players they drafted that were new. <laughs> okay, I know you're fa- okay. I know you're Duvernay guy. I'm a Prochet guy. Ooh. Isaiah Likely might get us into a fight this year. Isaiah Likely. Um, so offensive line still looks good. Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses at tackle, feeling pretty good there. Um, let's just. Let's not even as good as Tyler Linderbaum is. Let's not even. We're not even going to think about the the trying to marriage scheme with with player next year. He's as good as he is. We're just going to go take Landon Dickerson to be an absolute tone setter type of Ryan Jensen guy at, at at center. That's the direction we're going here. Still available. No, he played guard for Philly, but like this is a power center right here. At this like seamless fit. Don't have to worry about that and talk about it for a while see what happens that that type of thing with Tyler Linderbaum as good as he is, like I said, but 
Landon Dickerson's a great player too. And you know, he was well in the first round radar uh, before that injury. Um, I believe it was in the post was it the postseason or the SEC championship? Do you remember? Uh, Do you remember when he got I hurt? Know. I don't remember off the top of my head, but still love to plug him in at, at center here. And this offense is just waiting. They're waiting for that guy, that like type of game changer at quarterback. But we'll get there. And Dickerson to the Ravens. So the New Orleans Saints are up. And Peyton Turner, actually, if you dive a little bit deeper, wasn't that bad of a rookie year? Not really, no. And so, like, obviously that's not going to be the pick here just because of who's left. You're going to probably keep them, just spoiler alert, so you're going to keep them. But how about this? You've got Ryan Ramchick still. Thank you. Let me ask this. Would you rather have Tevin Jenkins or would you rather have Trevor Pat? That's, that's, a, that's a really good question to ask. And the thing is, if you take Tevin Jenkins here, you can take – let's take a look here. What, what do they potentially need next year? Hmm. Center, maybe another guard. You can get a receiver because you got two picks. I think it's kind of an obvious decision here that we kind of go with Tevin Jenkins instead of waiting a year. Yeah, plus you still get Peyton Turner, by the way. Uh, so, just saying. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> hold on. To preface this a little bit. No, no, no. Okay. I, no? You, you said – no, no. You can you can say it, but, I, but like – you, you did say it before. You're like, why didn't you just take somebody else? Yeah. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. If that's okay. Um, yeah, this makes it a lot better, I think. <laughs> uh, okay. So <laughs> the Packers are yeah. up here 29. Um, we're poaching, dudes. Uh, I was just going to make the pick Eric Stokes again because it made it made sense. This is the problem. We 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 are given an inch here at the end of these drafts, and now we're just taking the mile that of that inch we we're given. It's like th- this this like appeasement idea is not working at the back end of this anymore, because you're like oh you could just steal players and keep. It's like yeah this was <laughs> this is getting way too entertaining. It's kind of broken, but it is. It's a little broken. We've broken it a little bit. We kind of didn't do this as much at the end, but now we're just breaking it to break it. Um. <laughs> I yeah, just want to been... preface this a little bit. This name is in all caps. On yeah. <laughs> well, listen, while we were talking about it for the last, like, I don't know, eight picks, I'm like, you know what? The Packers should also join in on just screwing teams. So I, I'm joining in. Uh, this original pick was Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes is joining the squad. <laughs> uh, he's, still, he's still joining the squad, by the way. Um, he's been a good pick. I, I He did really well in man coverage last year. Speed helped him out a lot, but when he's up more in press, either if he's bailing or not, like he was in a good position a lot as a corner. He's going to be the number one, obviously, right now. No Jair Alexander. He went to the Jets. So you know what, Jets? So just so you know, since you took Jair, we'll take one of your guys. Uh, We're taking Elijah Moore here at 29. (laughs) Um, In a regular redraft, Eric Stokes will probably still be the pick. But since we can steal at the end here, uh, yeah, I mean, Elijah Moore makes this team so much more dynamic, uh, in the receiver room. I think I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I, I, I feel very comfortable about, um, probably just actually cutting Sammy Watkins and Amari Rogers, uh, in this new timeline Ooh. before, Ooh. before we even get to the season. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it. Uh, <laughs> you heard it, uh, with DJ Moore, Alan someone's going to clip that and just Use it for something else. I hope so. Uh, like DJ Moore and Elijah Moore, we're, we're more squared plus Lazard. And then, I mean, and potentially a receiver. some some other guys down the line here. They yeah. might take a hey, might take another <laughs> might take another. Also, by the way, just to catch Packer fans up uh, real quick, we've got Brian Burns. We've got TJ Hawkinson. We've got Isaiah Simmons. At safety. At safety. Which is probably I, I 
we lost Darnell Savage, guys. We had to do something. I was I honestly thought about taking Tevin Jenkins and seeing how that went. Uh, just because again, no Elton Jenkins right now. So offensive line's not looking great. But still got some some plays up the sleeve. Uh two we first got two first picks, next year. Two first next year. Two first next year. We may be able to hang on to Quay Walker, just saying. Um <laughs> there's a and chance. Maybe again. Like another extra there, player. There's a chance we get four first round picks. Okay. Yeah. System's broken. So just we'll see how it goes. Uh, we have officially broken this 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 timeline. Um, we're breaking this game that we're playing, and it feels really good at the end of the draft to do this. So speaking Elijah, Moore, welcome to the team, Elijah Moore and Eric Stokes. Same. Speaking time. of broken, uh, Bills took Gregory Rousseau with the selection. Decent rookie season. Um, Dang. I remember. You were like, you know, you could take Quiddy or Gregory Rousseau. And I entered in this name and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot keep, of sense. Because yeah, if you be, just keep Gregory yeah. Rousseau and add this person. This game, um, this defensive line for Buffalo. Not looking so hot um, with Ed Oliver gone. Right now it looks Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, and Jordan Phillips, which is eh, yeah, eh. Yeah. But you know what's better than adding? Like a good defensive tackle and keeping your dominant like pass rusher potentially to be stealing a player from your divisional rival, New England Patriots, and just stealing Christian Barmore. He's so funny. So now you got Vaughn Miller, Boogie Basham. You're gonna keep Gregory Rousseau, and then you also add in Christian Barmore, not to mention Roquan Smith, Trey White. Derwin. Oh, oh, guess what? Jake also gave you Derwin James to pair with Micah High and Jordan Boyer. Also, you got DK. It doesn't matter if Case Keenum's playing quarterback. We got DK. <laughs> if you've got the best overall roster outside of quarterback, who cares? That's the Ravens' philosophy as well, by the way. I well, from what it sounds out. like, you got a plan next year, Jake. I do. I got some. And I hate I it. got some ideas. I uh, hate it. I love this. This is hilarious. Um. Yeah, we've lost all. We've lost all control. We've gotten kind of. We took a week break, and since then we've, we've lost just become control. like master scientists at this yeah, now. We've lost control. Um. By the way, I have the Ravens again here. Thirty. <laughs> uh, I'm about to. I'm about to break break it again here. Um. Unfortunately, couldn't get Rashad Bateman to, to exit the first round. It doesn't matter because you know four first round picks would have been really nice. Um. So the original pick was Odafe Owe. Um, just took a little peek at the Bucks, see if they needed an edge rusher. They didn't, so I was like, perfect. They're not going to take him, so we'll we'll keep him. Um, like Mason, who poached from a division rival, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> uh, losing Patrick Queen sucks. I'll be honest, it's not great. But you know what is great is getting Jeremiah Wusu Koromo on the squad, uh, <laughs> who can play some overhang. You know, you want to throw him at safety. You want to throw him in the slot to place. I, I, you do a lot with him uh, in this defense that, that kind of almost needs a move chess piece type to it. And we've really kind of been offense heavy with these guys. So we're going to make sure we add two defensive players here at the end of the first round. Odafe Owe, welcome to, still welcome to the squad. Uh, but Jeremiah Usakorbo, he plays fast. He hits fast. He's able to get around blocks. He doesn't have to take them on if you can get around them. And that's kind of why a lot of people liked his game and why he should have been a first round pick to try to keep the analysis in this without also, you know, just going off the rails. I want to talk about, he, he's good and it's a good addition. So to round it up, the Buccaneers, either way, you're getting Joe Tryon-Troyinka. So you might as well take something else. And we prefaced it earlier. The Pittsburgh Steelers. We're gutting them. <laughs> We, um, yeah, I am sorry. What's, and you know, Gronk retired. And you know, it's like the next step after Gronk. Quote, unquote, baby Gronk with yeah. Pat Fryer moves. Just plug it in. I don't care if you got camera break. Screw it. Kate Otten plus Pat Fryer moves. I love it. And yeah. he's still got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage. You got Shoyinka still. Yeah. Still and you've also good. got Shaq Barrett and Max Crosby with him. Yeah. And you got Baker. And you still keep a key picks. Yeah. You got Trayvon Diggs. Yep. You might want a safety sometime, but you know. 
Well, well. Guess what? Well, well, we've got a draft to figure that out. Um, yeah. So that's good news. Oh, wait, they traded other picks, didn't they? Never mind. You guys are stuck. You guys are done. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> They're stuck. They don't. They 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 traded out. Stinks. Um. Uh, it, can we play a uh, a sad song in the world's smallest violin for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um. Um. Just, we're gonna have a bigger one next week. No, I I know. Um, I like know. a very large. I know. Like you know, know which team I'm talking about, right? I I do. Okay, I do. listen. We're gonna have to spend some time on. That. Yeah. Well, okay. Next week's is gonna be probably the most chaotic draft we've done because of this new system. Uh. Packers fans buckle up <laughs> um, to see how things are going to go. This team is so bad. Yeah. So there, there's some, so we, we wanted to see how this would go. Right. And we, we have, and there are some really bad teams. Um, there will be teams next week who get their quarterback and this team won't. I'm kind of excited to see how things are going to go. Because the quarterback class isn't great, but there are some swings you could take. And I have a feeling there will be swings that are taken. Nobody has played a game from this class yet. You can swing as much as you want next week. And it's going to go haywire, I think, in the best way. (laughs) Because there will be teams at the end of the draft. Who's got pick 32 again? It's Minnesota. Minnesota. If they if Lewis Seen gets to him, folks, I'm just letting you know that they're going to get two players. So this is it's gone haywire. We've lost control of this um, this draft timeline only slightly. Um, when that rule came into place, you know, I we weren't thinking of the the repercussions that were to come, and it's been it's been a ride. That ride will come to a close next week. Um, we'll probably go through the draft a little bit quicker and probably do a little bit of a wrap up at the end. Just kind of talk about some teams, uh, as a whole, hope you guys have enjoyed this ride though. This has been really cool. Um, it also proves that you kind of just basically have to do every round. Um, otherwise things will happen and you know, it's, it's a good learning. It's a good learning experience. So, uh, Mason, where can they follow you? We, uh, uh, you guys can find me at Thompson 22 Mason. Uh, honestly, kind of looking for a new place to write at this time, kind of have something in the works, but we're going to try to sit on that a little bit while I move. Uh, yeah, hopefully going to just be doing strictly NFL draft content from here on out, depending on time. So, Yeah, and you can follow me at, at, at Jake NFL Draft. we got plenty coming for you guys. Like I said, the, the last of this, this kind of draft chaotic timeline thing will be done. Uh, a week from when you're hearing this and then we will really start to get into the 2023 NFL draft about preliminary stuff uh, position rankings and all that and maybe we'll unveil some big boards by the time college football gets underway we'll see um, but until then we will catch you guys next week uh, for me it's always Jackson.